Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What up everybody? Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills, so we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt. And we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back uh, to episode, what do we got, 108 over here, Ricky? Uh, We're on 108. 108. And uh, this is a great episode. We want to talk a little bit about the Byron Nelson Invitational in in Dallas, Texas. And we have a special guest coming on this segment uh, by the name of Stephen Sweeney. Stephen Sweeney putting. You can find him on Instagram. The guy's an absolute legend. Rick and I had the privilege uh, of meeting him at Augusta National at the practice putting green this past year. Um, you know, a lot of people know Stephen, uh, a, a lot of people know the players that he coaches, but these are the players that Stephen coaches for putting is Sergio Garcia, Sebastian Munoz, uh, Aaron Wise, Joaquin Neiman, Shane Lowry, um, Carlos Ortiz, and Mito Pereira, who's, who's leading the PGA championship right now. Uh, and we're going to get to that segment in a little bit, but you know, Rick and I love sports and we just went to the Byron Nelson Invitational for the second year in a row. My birthday is May 15th. So it's become a birthday tradition where we fly down and go to the Byron Nelson Invitational. And Rick, um, it's a very interesting setup that we have because you are a gallery guard at the Byron Nelson. Tell, tell the listeners a little bit about the Byron Nelson tournament, uh, the lead up to it, you know, what it's become over the past couple of years and like what your role is there. 
Sure. So, Rob, the Byron Nelson Golf Tournament is one of very few staples on the PGA Tour that have been around for over 60 years, Rob. The Byron Nelson started here in the Dallas, Texas area behind the former star two-time Masters champion Byron Nelson himself. He was extremely involved in the community in addition to being a successful golfer, and they wanted to find a way to give back. And so he started his own golf tournament. And much like uh, Tiger Woods does nowadays with some golf tournaments, Jack Nicholas has done with some golf tournaments, Arnold Palmer as well. A lot of great golfers will have a golf tournament attached to their legacy. And that's the Byron Nelson here in Dallas, Texas. And for the past two years, my beautiful fiance and I have been working as marshals, volunteering to help support the efforts. And we highly recommend all of you listeners out there, get involved with your local PGA Tour event. If you've got something going on within, you know, a couple, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 miles of where you live, consider, consider volunteering for a few days and helping them put on a stellar event because there's a lot of great tournaments throughout the PGA Tour. We just happen to live pretty close to where the Byron Nelson takes place. Rob, we got involved by reaching out, going online, and uh, just expressing interest in wanting to help support. And they were happy to have us, and they do an incredible job. So many people put in so much effort all year long to make that event, that one week, a huge success. And we're just happy to be small, small, small pieces to uh, an incredible week. Uh, yeah, it, the gallery guard position is, is absolutely fantastic. They, tr they treat you very well. And, you know, it's the one thing that, you know, you do, I do, that kind of just put us in these positions uh, to really have a great experience at sporting events. So again, highly recommend checking out when a tournament's rolling through your area and, and volunteering and you never know what can happen. And it's such a great experience. Um, something that I thought was kind of unique, Rick, is uh, prior to the tournament, they have a 5k, the fairways 5k, and you actually, you ran a 5k on the, on the course, right? That's correct. So it's a unique opportunity, Rob, that Byron Nelson does the week before the actual tournament they have a charitable event, a 5K, and this is unique because you get a chance to run on the cart paths alongside the fairways of the golf course. So again, we ran the week before, had a stellar time. We didn't win it, but it's not about winning because they're all winners out there. It all goes to a good cause. And uh, we just had an absolute blast and a cool opportunity that was like a sign that was a seinfeld reference you're all winners <laughs> <laughs> and a new idiot has entered the arena <laughs> it was a great time rob and uh they do so much there i really feel like the byron nelson is uh for just to give a little context here recently moved to tpc craig ranch in mckinney texas a few years ago and uh, I anticipate that being there for quite some time. They've done an excellent job building out the fanfare, getting the community involved. And I think it's exactly what the PGA Tour looks for in a fun event. It's always the week before the PGA Championship, which this year happens to be three hours north in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So close proximity. This year drew a wonderful group of star players and 
Come Sunday, Rob, we had a fascinating finish down the stretch. In fact, Texas's own Jordan Spieth was uh, hot on the coattails of last year's champion, K.H. Lee, who won the Byron Nelson for the first time. It came down to one stroke at the end, and K.H. Lee held on to win back-to-back Byron Nelson tournaments. So we've got a reigning champion there, and uh, he'll be back next May to defend his title and go for the three-peat. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Let's end it on the Byron Nelson, but I just want to say, prior to ending it, awesome event. Uh, I went as a a patron, as a guest, as a fan on Saturday, and they have the 17th green, which is uh, starting to become like a Scottsdale – uh, you know, 16th green, they got the stadium around it. I don't think it'll ever get to that level, um, but it, it's it's really cool. They got stadium seating around it. Highly recommend the 17th green at uh, the Byron Nelson tournament. It's a great place to hang out and watch golf. Uh, they also have amazing spots around the, around the course. They have this place called the Bunker, which is uh, open to the public. It's on seven and nine and, and, and just a perfect spot to watch and enjoy. They got TVs there but then great vantage points coming up on nine and and watching people tee off on seven. So great event. I love it. It's a tradition unlike any other with the brothers brand, but now we're moving on to our main segment here, our interview with the legendary putting coach, Steven Sweeney. We got a, a special guest on here today, Rick. Rob, it is an honor to have this guest of ours on the brothers brand podcast today. Without further ado, Mr. Stephen Sweeney. Rob, this man is a PGA Tour putting consultant, a golf instructor, and a fixture at putting greens throughout the PGA Tour circuit. This man can teach you everything you need to know about putting. They say drive for show, putt for the dough, and that's what Steve Sweeney brings to the table. Stephen Sweeney putting, welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, it's awesome to be on here. Thank you so much for, uh, for, for having me on the show. It's our pleasure. Thanks for joining us. And I know this is a busy day for you with the PGA Tour Championship culminating today in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Southern Hills. One of your instructees, one of the folks that you work with, a client of yours, Mito Pereira, leads the PGA Championship heading into the final day. Talk to us about the buzz in Tulsa right now. Uh, you know, growing up on the West Coast of Ireland, I've said to just, you know, Rory and Shane, I never thought I'd find myself in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but uh, it's been it's been a fun week. We flew in last Sunday and, uh, you know, I'm sitting right across from from the driving range and the putting green here in my car right now. So uh, sorry about the background, but this was uh, just it's been a busy morning. So this was the best I could do to get some peace and quiet. <laughs> all, hey, no good, sweat. all good. All good. You talk a little bit about Ireland. Uh, that's where you're from. Talk to us a little bit about how you got started in the golf industry and maybe as a kid growing up, what golf meant to you there. Yeah, so, you know, it's 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 weird because in Ireland, it's, uh, you know, it's obviously a very affordable sport. And my junior membership at the golf club I was a member at was 35 euros a year to be a member. Um, what? Yeah, it was 35 euros a year. So, you know, actually it was weird. I was home at Christmas and I was actually inquiring about trying to do some, uh, do some charity for, for some of the local juniors and pay for some of their memberships. And I was inquiring and they've put it up to, uh, 
the ungodly amount of 50 euros a year right now. So it's, it's, <laughs> that's, that's Bush League, Stephen. I, I think we protest. I think we protest. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, it was, I was, I was into all sorts of sports, um, soccer, um, Gaelic football, um, and basketball, um, on, as well as golf. So I, I'm probably five foot 10, maybe with, um, some high heels on, but you know, basketball <laughs> main sport growing up, um, played a lot of golf and then, it, you know, it just came to a point where. I was pretty good at basketball and, you know, I, I won a national championship with my high school. Um, but it, you know, I realized I was never going to be in the NBA. So started concentrating on golf and had a really, really great friend and Brandon McCarl, who was a great practice buddy. And he helped me get a lot better at golf. And just one of those things where growing up at that time, Rory's caddy, Harry Diamond's one of my best friends and, uh, you know, we grew up around the same generation as, you know, Brian McDowell, Seamus Power, Shane Lowry, Rory, obviously. So golf was kind of becoming a big thing. And it was one of those things you didn't always get beat up at school for saying you were a golfer. So it was kind of tolerable. <laughs> it was, it was from, the safe zone. It was the safe zone. <laughs> were yeah. you from Northern Ireland? So I'm from a place called Donegal, which is kind of a little bit, I describe it like your guys, Alaska, where it's, it's north of Northern Ireland, but it belongs to the Republic of Ireland. So I was very fortunate to get my start being an assistant pro at Royal County Down Golf Club, um, which some, some of the listeners might know is, I think, still ranked as the number one course in the world. Um, and, you know, one of those funny, you know, I, you know, one of those funny things with the Irish geography is I had to move south into Northern Ireland, so to be to, to move to Royal County Down. So that's kind of how it all got started for me. How many years were you there? Uh, almost four years. So I left there just before the Walker Cup came in 07. And uh, it was a great time. You know, I loved I loved going there. I used to be able to finish work around five, six o'clock in the evening and comfortably get 18 holes in in the summer when it didn't get dark till like 11 o'clock so oh, work, work hard play hard and then you know finish off with a couple of beers at the end of the night that's a finished up, dream right there it finished up at five o'clock and then played a round of golf and uh it didn't get dark until 11 that's incredible yeah it was pretty pretty sweet it was a pretty sweet gig to have <laughs> yeah and then how how did uh how did the coaching come about i'm really curious the coaching and like your first client like what like tell me about that yeah, so I, you know when I when I joined the the PGA, I guess I started at Royal County Dine, and I would never, you know, I was I was a decent player, but I, I never really had any ambitions to play on the tour just because of the guys that I met that I mentioned, you know, were growing up a, a, around that same age, they were just so much better. So really, I, I really you know dug my dug my teeth into trying to be a great coach from the start. I was always you know wanted to teach golf and. Left there, went out to work for an American company in Dubai called Trin Golf, and got my first client out there, a Swedish guy called Mikael Lundberg. And at that point, you know, putting was definitely the strength of my game, um, but I was teaching kind of, you know, all sorts, swing, chipping, everything. And uh, first year working with him, he, he went from 128 to 8th on the putting stats in the European Tour and, and had a win fairly early on. So, wow. Next guy came along, you know, they saw him win. Another guy, um, Joachim Lagergren, actually another Swedish kid, gained same kind of thing. He, you know, 
didn't really improve tee to green, but his putting got a lot better. And after that, it kind of snowballed where I kind of got boxed into this. Oh, he's a, he's a good putting coach. So after like a couple of years, I couldn't even give a swing lesson away for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and uh, your, your, your roster, it's funny. Uh, you know, your roster is like the United Nations. I feel like you just have everybody from all over the place coming to you. No, Amer- I don't think any Americans, but uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it was awesome just because I'm looking at I'm looking at your roster right here. It's Shane Lowry, uh, um, Sebastian Munoz, uh, Joaquin Neiman, Aaron Wise. H- how's Aaron doing, by the way? He got he got hit by Cam Smith the other day, and you know one of the things with Wisey is he's you know he's always very careful about his health. I would say so. Yeah. Definitely, you know, got the checkups from the doctors, did all the yeah. right things. Um, and I would say he he definitely felt that he had a bit of a bruise on his head, but yeah, so, okay. yeah, he's fine. Like Aaron's one of those guys that he's a real competitor and just definitely wanted to be around for the weekend, made the cut, you know, in a, in a major, he wasn't in the masters. So uh, he's gone out this morning, he's playing with Ricky Fowler and, you know, he's chasing some world ranking points. So even though he's, he's out there early, he's still got a, still got a job to do today. And, you know, try and move up those world rankings as, as much as he can. Yeah. You know, Steve and Rob mentioned a few folks on your roster there, and we've had a chance to obviously spend time with you at Augusta national during the masters, as well as a lot of the players that you work with. Tell us about maybe some of your favorite guys to work with and, and maybe why they're your favorite guys. You know, they, they all kind of bring something different to the table and, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the Latin guys, um, they're they're pretty funny guys. You know, Carlos Ortiz and and Sebastian Munoz, um, and you know, especially Joaquin Neiman. Like Joaquin Neiman, just similar to Carlos Ortiz, they walk into a room and the whole room brightens up. Um, they like to play some practical jokes on each other. Um, so, you know, I'd say Mito's probably of all of them the most mature guy. He kind of did, you know, he went to he went to college in Texas and. Whereas Joaquin sort of went straight from playing amateur golf. You know, he was, he's ranked number one in the world at one stage. So went straight into pro golf. Um, so yeah, they're, they're all slightly different. Um, and then, you know, obviously you've got Shane who you guys saw at the masters contend and Shane, I would say is probably the most, most misunderstood guy of all the guys I teach. You know, he's kind of gives off this happy go lucky vibe, um, you know, but, he's the most competitive guy out of everyone. I mean, he hates to lose, you know, even if he gives me some shots playing golf and, you know, there was before the masters, I think there was a game where we were playing. He was like five down and birdie seven of the last eight to win. And he's, you know, fist pumping and he works hard. So they all bring, they all bring something slightly different. And, you know, they're, they're, they're a good bunch of guys to be around. You said exactly what we thought as well is all these guys that we've had a chance to interact with have all just been really phenomenal people, excellent golfers, but just better people. And uh, we just can't be more happy for you and the success that you're having along with the success that uh, your clients are having. I know Rob wanted to talk a little bit more about what you have going on these days with your Stephen Sweeney putting instruction, as well as maybe some other projects you're working on. Yeah, so, you know, I, when I moved to the States, well, three, four years ago at this point, um, I'd kind of established myself a little bit on the European tour. 
um, moved over here and, you know, kind of had to almost start from scratch again and, and build up a roster on the PGA Tour. Um, and that kind of became more important during the COVID time when I wasn't really able to travel back and forward. So um, I'm not going to say I've lost touch with the guys in Europe, but definitely I had to concentrate more on the PGA Tour and, and the players here. So I was very lucky, obviously, living in West Palm and, and Jupiter area. I think we have 70 something players from the PGA tour living down there right now. So kind of tried to hit up that market and see, <laughs> see what we could do there. You've got 70 on the PGA tour and 50 out of the top 100 in that two to five mile radius. So you're doing all right. Just throw a dart and I'm sure you'll hit someone. Yeah, we do. We do get some random calls from guys in the area. They want to come by and, you know, check out the studio and have a look at their putting and stuff. And, um, you know, my lead instructor is a guy called Eric Dietrich, um, who's some people can follow on Eric Dietrich golf. He actually played in the U S open in 2019 was a graduate of, um, UConn. So he played, he plays nice golf. He worked with me on his putting and then started teaching with me. So he's actually been working with a couple of guys recently, like Matthew Wolf and Brendan Grace, mm. uh, and Lee Hodges. So um, we've got a, we got a nice little area down there. A lot of guys, you know, the reason they live there is the weather's good and they can work hard year round. So, so that's kind of why we're there, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. And for all of our listeners out there, you guys can follow Steven Sweeney putting on Instagram and Steven, you have uh, another airways project happening. Can you talk to our listeners a little bit about what airways is and what's that going to be for athletes? It's a, it's a really exciting new project that uh, one of my good friends, Michael Murphy, um, is heading up. So Mike lives, Michael lives at the Bears Club and, and he's a member of Grove 23 as well. So uh, himself and another friend of mine, Chris Stutz, were very concerned about the way social media is going with online bullying, um, cyberbullying, um, and really trying to clean that space up a little bit in the sports world and also try to provide a platform where athletes could really leave their legacy. So we decided that, you know, one of the key ways we could do that was to, to create a new platform, um, somewhat a hybrid of, of different things that are out there right now. So it's invite only. We're going to have, 25 athletes in, in all the different sports um, as a kind of maximum number. So there'll be, you know, the 25 top soccer players, NFL, baseball, you know, MMA, golf. And not everyone's just going to be on there and create an account. You've got to be invited to come on the platform. So we're, we're not going to be diluting the athletes' content, so to speak. And then, you know, you can go on there, follow that person, find out, you know, how did they become great at what they did? Um, a little bit, you know, like some of the maybe masterclass stuff that, that guys have done to sort of give away a little bit of their inside secrets. And, you know, on top of that, there's some key elements to it where there's not going to be any uh, visible comments. Um, there's not going to be any amount of known followers to the people that are following. This isn't clickbait or doing stuff for you know, doing crazy, stupid stuff. This is very much informational, 
Um, you know, we want to tackle some key social social things like mental health and mm -hmm. you know training philosophies, nutrition, psychological things. So really getting to the core of what made someone great at what they what they did or you know what some of the current newer breed of athletes actually do to be great and in, in a modern world and, and kind of go from there that sounds incredible. phenomenal and that's going to be called airways with a z correct airways finishing up the z correct yeah so airways.com is um going to be the website there's a um there's a website live right now where you can kind of get a little bit more information about that. Um, but you know, Dr. Murphy and, and Chris, they've, they've put a lot of man hours into this and they're very passionate about it. We got, I'm not going to give away the roster of people that are going to be on the site, but truly some of the, the greats um, in, in golf and in, in basketball, all different sports have already signed up to do it. And, you know, I think the reach has gone as far as um, as Formula One now. So obviously that's getting, you know, the drive to survive. There's a lot more Americans starting to get into watching Formula One. So yeah, we want all the bases. And, you know, it would have been great if we all would have had somewhere to go and watch, you know, tips from Babe Ruth, how he swung a baseball bat or, you know, what did... You know, what, what did the greats do and how did they do it? Like if Ben Hogan had left some, you know, video sequence of him really truly talking through a day-to-day -day or what he felt, how he did things. Um, because a lot of it becomes kind of hearsay, so to speak. Um, and those legends, it's not a bad thing. Those legends do grow a little bit. But we really want to make sure that the followers really understand, okay, this is my idol. This is how they do this. and you know, if I'm going to follow this person's path, this is what I'm going to try and do. That's incredible. I, I absolutely love that, Stephen. Thanks for uh, breaking that down for us. That's, uh, I'm excited for it. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's platform. and, uh, and we have family in uh, West Palm beach, so we may have to come down there. So check out the studio. Uh, you guys definitely, definitely. I'll get, I'll give you the location. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit secretive where we don't have any signs up. There's it's kind of, we only want you to come in if you know where, if you're supposed to be there. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> discuss that to you and, you know, anybody that's on my Instagram, Stephen Sweeney putting, um, if they want to reach out, there's an email address there and we do it by appointment. So, but yeah. yeah, you guys, you guys have the, uh, the inside track on that. So you're, you know, you're always welcome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Stephen. Hey, uh, last question that I have, cause I know you gotta, you gotta go to the putting green to hang out with Mito. And I just want to say, before I get into my last question that Rick and I, and our faithful following are all in on Mito, uh, today, uh, Shelby doesn't know this, but I'm refinancing the house. You know, we're going to put it all on Mito today. <laughs> Yeah, I don't feel any pressure by that at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but we are going to be rooting so hard for you guys. Uh, we're so excited for, for you guys and what's on the cusp. And um, my last question is, you know, you're someone that gets experience at all these different golf courses. You've probably played every any golf course that you probably wanted to play. What's your top five, like, favorite golf courses that you've played? Um. I would have to go, I, I'd have to go, it's a toss up between Royal County Down and Pine Valley um, for number one, just purely because I, I always say Royal County Down is the best. Oh, wait, wow. Nice shirt. I love it. 
you you got the logo swag going today. You got the Masters hat, TV shirt. I mean, <laughs> I, I I haven't played, but I live uh, 15 minutes away from Pine Valley in South Jersey. So uh, I, waiting for that invite from someone. <laughs> We might, we may have to try and change that. So uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, no, all honesty, you know, I'd, I'd say those are definitely my one and two and the way I classify it, Royal County Island is the greatest golf course in the world by the ocean. Yeah. Valley's the greatest golf course in the world, not by the ocean. Um, so that's, that's my one and two. I, I love Shinnecock, mm. um, Augusta national for sure. Um, and then, you know, the, the fifth, uh, I've not played it and it's really, it's, it's high up on my list. I, every year I go there and maybe more so after this year where, where Joaquin won, I love Riviera. I really want to play Riviera. So that's, that's the, that, that's probably my top five. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's awesome. Steven, it has been so great having you on the Brothers Brand podcast. We cannot thank you enough. No, awesome guys. I really appreciate you having me on. So um, that's pretty cool. And we just wish you all the best and all the success going forward. We will be sure to have you back on the podcast soon to talk about airways when that gets up and running. Until then, all you listeners out there can follow Stephen Sweeney at Stephen Sweeney Putting on Instagram. And for all you listeners out there, I'm Rick Brandt. And I'm Rob Brandt, and we're the Brothers Brandt. Thanks for listening.